It's time for Recipe of the Day. Hey there, I'm Christine from CookTheStory.com, and I am delighted that it is the weekend. You know, after that crazy holiday season and then that first week back, I just need to relax. And relaxing to me often involves cooking, and so I am in the kitchen today making some oven-baked Swedish meatballs. I will put the link to the recipe in the show notes, or you can head to CookTheStory.com slash ROTD to get it there. Or if you want to get all the links that I talk about texted to you, you can totally do that. Just text the word dinner to 1-833-413-1352 and I'll text you the link every day. Don't worry if it starts to get annoying, just text stop and it will stop. Oh, and this won't cost you anything extra beyond what texts normally cost you. I am paying for the texting service fee, so don't worry about that. Okay, let's dive into this recipe. So first, what are Swedish meatballs? You've probably had them before, maybe at Ikea. They're basically little meatballs that are made usually out of ground beef and ground pork, although you can use turkey or whatever you really want that you like in your meatballs. And then they have some nice warm spices mixed into the meat. Allspice and nutmeg is what I've got in my recipe. And then the final thing that I think makes Swedish meatballs really traditional is that there is either heavy whipping cream or sour cream in the gravy. Oh, one more thing. They're usually served with lingonberry jam or lingonberries. If you have trouble finding lingonberry jam at your grocery store, you can absolutely order it on Amazon and I will put a link in the show notes so you can find that more easily. I just want to say also that I like making this kind of thing at this time of year because I'm kind of practicing for those big game days coming up and this is a great thing to make for that game day spread. Okay, so I'm baking these because I don't like standing there and frying meatballs over the stove for a long time. I just find it much easier to bake them. And so I've made this recipe so that you're not only baking the meatballs on a big pan in the oven, but you also make the gravy in the oven. So you're only really dirtying one pan in the process. So great. What you're going to do is preheat your oven to 450 degrees Fahrenheit and then get out a big baking sheet with a rim because like I said, we're going to make the gravy in there. So you don't want it to pour out into your oven. So spray that big pan with cooking spray. Set it aside. We don't need it right now. And you're going to put some all purpose flour on a plate, move that out of the side too. Then you're going to mix together your meatball ingredients. So you need to mix together some breadcrumbs and milk in a small bowl, and that is going to let the breadcrumbs kind of soak up the milk, and that makes the meatballs more moist later. Super great to soak the breadcrumbs in milk before adding them to the meat mixture. Okay, set that small bowl aside so that those breadcrumbs have time to soak up that milk. And then in a big bowl, you're mixing together ground beef, ground pork, an egg that you've whisked a little bit, some black pepper, salt, and then that allspice and nutmeg. Mix that up. You know, I'm going to just say, the recipe does not say to do this, but it's something that I do all the time. One way to make sure that your meatballs get a really even mixing of the seasoning without having to overmix them, because overmixing any kind of ground meat mixture makes it really tough. So you want to avoid the overmixing. You can mix together the seasonings with the egg in a separate bowl. So you do the egg, black pepper, salt, allspice, and nutmeg in a separate bowl. Mix together your ground beef and pork just a little bit, and then add that egg mixture to it. Now you know that the seasoning is already spread out through the egg. So then when you start mixing it with the ground meat, it's going to be as well spread out as the egg is. So once the egg is well incorporated, then you know that your seasoning is well incorporated too. Okay, once you've mixed that together, then you add that breadcrumb and milk mixture and stir that again together. Again, trying not to over mix it. And then your meatball mixture is done. Now you're going to roll that mixture into evenly shaped balls. Each one is going to be under an ounce. They're like one to one and a quarter inch in diameter. I sometimes like to 
pull out my kitchen scale and just weigh one to try and get the right size. Do a few, see that they're all about the same size and weight, and then I have a good idea of how big to make them, and then you continue. You're going to end up with about 40 meatballs from this recipe that starts with one pound of ground beef and one pound of ground pork. So two pounds of ground meat, and you're going to get 40 little meatballs. Okay, then you're going to roll each of those meatballs in that all-purpose flour that you had on a plate. That's actually going to help them to brown because they have the oil on the baking sheet that you sprayed on there. And then as you flour those meatballs and put them onto your baking sheet, you're going to spray each one with some of that cooking spray too. So the flour and cooking spray combination is going to help them brown a little bit. Then you pop them into that 450 degree oven for about 20 to 25 minutes, just until they're cooked through and browning on top. Flip them all over and cook for another five minutes. I'll just say that I also like to sometimes broil them if I want them like a little bit darker when I do meatballs in the oven. Sticking the broiler on for a few minutes just to darken them is a great tip. While they're cooking, you're going to make the gravy mixture. So get out a mason jar or something with a good tight-fitting lid, and you're going to put a quarter cup of flour into that jar and then some beef broth. Put the lid on and shake it really well until there's no flour left at the bottom of the jar. I just keep tipping it over and then shaking to make sure that none of the flour is on the bottom. Once it's really well mixed, take the lid off and add in some whipping cream. It's about a quarter of a cup and some salt. Shake it again. Once your meatballs are cooked, drain off any fat from the bottom of the meatball pan. This can be a little bit tricky. Make sure you're going to be wearing oven mitts because the pan is hot and you might want to have somebody else there to just help you make sure that no meatballs fall off. You can do it without that, but it does help to have that extra hand. Then you pour that broth mixture from your mason jar all over that hot pan of meatballs and put it back into the oven until it's bubbling at the very edges. It's about five minutes. Give it a stir, then cook until it's thick and hot throughout and and then they're done. You can eat them right then. You can transfer them to a slow cooker to stay warm. You can transfer them to a container, put them in the fridge and keep them cold until you want to microwave them. They'll be perfect however you do it. I'm going to put the link to this recipe in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD, or you can text that phone number I gave you, the word dinner, and you can get the link that way. Alrighty, let's get cooking. <laughs> 